0: Hey guys, welcome to the REI Network podcast with me, Gavin Timms. Hey guys, how you doing? Gavin Timms here with REI Network. Welcome back for another episode. Before we get going here, just do me a favor. Like always, if you're listening for the first time, or if you are a regular listener, please give me a like and subscribe to the channel, whether it's on YouTube, okay, or you're listening on the podcast. I would really appreciate that. Feel free as well to give it a share. I want to reach as many people as possible. I consistently do uh, these episodes every single week, sometimes multiple times a week, and uh, try and deliver as much value as possible. So let's dive into today, what we're gonna be talking about. And sometimes, and this may be actually a tough one for you to uh, to swallow. And it's about virtual assistants. i got a lot of questions on this. That's why I wanted to do content around it. And I have a question for all of you. Is it your virtual assistant that's not working out? Or is it you that's not working out? And I wanna explain what do I mean by that? What does that look like as we kind of talk about virtual assistants? OK, and what are the best practices to get them to be successful in your business, which then will make you more successful. OK, uh, we have a very good high tolerance or hit rate okay, of success when it comes to working, when we actually find VAs for our clients, um, because we do try and get them with experience and with knowledge of their area of the, the field that they're in. Okay. And there's a difference between a trained VA. What does that mean? I'm going to be diving into that in this episode because I think a lot of you expect too much and it's not that you mean to, it's just sometimes the way it is because when we think, oh, these VAs are trained, you expect them to be able to take your business to the next level and it's not quite that easy. Okay, So let's talk about it. Firstly, we've got to look at personalities, just like in the UK or in America or wherever you're listening from, okay, you always have different personalities. So you need to identify that you have a cold caller, okay, for instance, and an admin. Let's just use them too, and we could go on to a social media VA or an editing VA. It doesn't matter what it is. We have to get the right personalities, okay, to fit the right job role. Now, I hire most of my VAs from the Philippines, but you can get them from all over the, the world. But I do like the Philippines. I feel just from their culture, their work ethic, and it's something that I've used for years and years. So I normally stick to it. Again, not disregarding any from, from any other country whatsoever. It's just kind of what I get used to. I kind of know their culture and the way that they think. And that really helps. Okay, In the Philippines, I find that they are very pleasing people. And sometimes they will agree with you when they really don't understand what's actually happening. I think that's one of the problems that people run into. They say, well, I explained what to do. They said they understand and then they didn't do it. It's because they actually want to please you and they don't want to disappoint and lose their job. So they're just going to agree with you. So you need to use little techniques like, okay, this is what I want you to do. Does that make sense? They will say yes. And then you just use something very simple and say, okay, explain it back to me or show me what you're going to do. And guess what? By doing that, if they can show you half of it or some of it, you know, you need to do a little more work with them. So they really understand it. And great. If they show you, then obviously they do get it right. So little things like that can actually save you hours. and weeks and months of work just by saying, okay, now I've explained or I've showed you, now you show me or you explain back to me what you're going to do. Telling you now that alone is going to save you months of hassle of going, are they working? They've been doing it wrong the whole time and all of them things. Okay, But back to obviously the personality. Cold callers, someone that is a salesperson that loves to talk. Right? They are your kind of a person it is, the one that actually wanna drive, get on the phone, interact. That's what you need as a cold caller. The people that are scared to get on the phone don't want to talk, are normally more your admin people. So very rarely you will ever get a cold caller doing admin tasks and an admin doing cold calling tasks. They are two different people. So when I see that the VA says they can do it, it's because they probably want more hours, they want to make more money, and they don't want to miss on that opportunity. But if that's not right for them, you're not going to get the results, and that is a main problem. So make sure that your admin VAs are staying on the admin task, your cold callers are staying on cold calling, and if you're doing text messaging, I would say that is more of an admin task, okay, than a cold call task. So you need to watch out for these core personality traits when you're hiring these people, and that is going for what is their experience, how much have they done it for, and when we hire. I always look for someone that's already done it, and I don't even need it to be in real estate. Cold caller that's done insurance or worked for Delta or whatever, and if they've been on auto dialers before, that's important. If I want my cold caller on an auto dialer, then obviously I want to make sure that they have experience. I never want to bring a VA in that's never done something before in the in the in the topic that I want them to do. Unless I understand that, okay, well, oh, they've used Mojo, but I want them to use Batch now. Of course, they can figure that out. It's just a different type of system, but at least they've been on an auto dialer before. So a cold caller, I normally hire with cold calling experience, one or two years or more, okay, with dialer experience. And guess what? They might be saying them things, but when I actually put them on there and put them to the test, if they know absolutely nothing, then I know that they can't do it. So when I narrow that hiring process down, it's very simple. We run a simple ad for cold calling or admin. We give them then, if it's on the cold calling front, I normally say, thank you for applying. Please send me a one minute recording telling me a little bit about yourself. That gives you then that information to listen to their voice. How do they sound? How do they interact? Now, obviously that could have been a recording that they could have done a hundred times to get it perfect. And I will know that when I go into the final interview on the way that they interact with me. People say, well, you want me to, with my clients, what I normally do is I say, hey, here's three PAs you can hire from. And they're like, well, I don't know what to say. And I'm like, I just want you to engage. Here's some questions, some talking points. And I literally want them to see how they interact with you. If it's awkward, is it weird? Or are they very conversational, very confident? They're the things I look for in a cold caller. Okay? And you will find the uncomfortable and the weirdness from the admin side normally, okay? which is fine because they're not going to be interacting with people. So um, that would be to so get that recording. We'd narrow it down and then I would get two or three. Then I would actually go and interview. I would say, hey, so you've used this software or that. And they would say, yeah, we've done this and this. And then I might put them on a trial or, hey, show me what you did or how did you run it when you did your last campaign? And I would see if them things actually match up. Then very quickly, once I have the dialer, if if I'm cold calling set up, I can get them calling and generating leads. Normally, I would say from hiring a VA and cold calling, it would take me about 10 minutes if I have the right VA to actually get them going and dialing. And then obviously the ongoing training on listening to their calls, tweaking, changing, keeping them accountable, running a scorecard. All of my VAs have scorecards. They report on their numbers every single day. How many dials did they do? How many leads? How many conversations they had? Uh, how many leads they bought into the CRM? We track that every single day. And I can then actually see on the graph of what's working and what's not. And that could be the age of the, the list. Do we need a new list? Is it the VA? If it's a brand new list and they're not performing, or do they have a lot of pause time? Are they showing up late? I can kind of track all this to find out what is going on and keep them accountable, okay now, obviously, if you're building your business out, the way that I have it is I have a lead VA that does all of them things for me, okay, then we have on the admin side on the admin, it could be they are sending out contracts, updating notes, you know making offers, you could have them text in to generate to lead gen. You have all of these things, and again. Yes, they might be trained on your CRM and people say, well, they're trained. They're supposed to know what they're doing. They're not going to run the business for you. So there's a difference between having a trained VA. Like when we bring our uh, VAs in, we have them trained on the basics of the system or the software that we want them to use. So yes, they know how to send out a text. Yes, they know how to send the contract out. Okay, but you need to be telling them or training them in the way that, what goes on that contract or you need to be telling them what to say in the text messages just because they know what to how to do the text doesn't mean that they they can actually do it does that make sense so making sure that you understand that so when a va comes in yes they're trained on the software but you need to put your spin on it people go i just want them to do it like you no because i'm running my business potentially different to you i'm running multiple different markets. I run with partners on the ground. I do a lot of JVs um, and you might be having an acquisition specialist work for you. So yours might be different to mine. and The way that I talk and the way that you talk may be different. And you might be in New York and I'm in Miami or Birmingham, Alabama or wherever I am and things are going to be slightly different. So what you need to do is you need to make sure that you're making your own tweaks and changes so it runs for you remember i am very big one of the biggest things i'm focused on this whole year is building a business to serve you using systems and processes that in line with your vision and what you want to create okay by actually building a business right and that's what a lot of my episodes are going to be and the first hire that you should ever make is a virtual assistant why because they're great they're inexpensive and they are super smart okay I have some, I mean, I should probably do clips of like my coaching calls, like my, my clients are like, the VA is, this VA is amazing. I'm paying them $5 an hour and they take care of all of these things for me. And it's because if you have that interaction, okay, you install the belief in them, you actually talk with them on a multiple time, especially your admin, your cold call should be checking twice a day minimum. Your admin could be 10 times a day, depending on what it is. And it could be, hey, I need you to do this for me. Hey, I need you to do that. Hey, stop doing that. Get this out for me. I don't know. Your your interaction level with your admin is going to be higher. But if you don't have that and you just bring them in, well, I've hired a successful VA and they're not doing anything, it's because you're not guiding them. And that is the difference between is it you or is it there? And it could be there. Are they showing up late? Are they bringing excuses where the internet's down constantly? And it's like, and obviously they have bad weather, so you need to do your research on this. Or is it that you have the VA admin trying to cold call? Never going to work, right? So analyze, is it, what, is it you or is it them? Is it something that you need to step up? Because I'm telling you now, they need to be a part of their team. I do not treat any of my team from the people from my business partners to my VAs get treated exactly the same way. Okay, I talk with them in the same way. They have the same amount of input. I always ask them, Hey, if there's one thing that you could change, what would it be? Do you think there's a better way of doing this? Do you think there's a more efficient way of doing this? Have you done this in a better way before? Let's talk about it. Cause if they can show me to get me the same result and it's like, okay, yeah, we'll do it that way. No problem. And that works for their mind. And I get the result I want. I'm down to do the biggest thing is, is that you don't want to be micromanaging. Okay. I'm not saying that there's a key difference here between being a leader and a micromanager. If you're a micromanager, you will bottleneck in your business. And you do not want to be that position. Because if you are a micromanager, no one can make a decision without you. All the problems come to you and you're like, I might as well do this business myself. And it's because you've not installed and allowed them to make their own decisions. That is why that happens. Okay. Where I get my team and I go, bring me a problem, Bring me a solution and if they bring me a problem i'll say well what do you think we should do and they will say well i would do this and i would go let's do that and that is what i do now obviously if i don't think it's the right decision, i will say well look that's a good idea but this is the consequence if we do it that way what about if we did it this way what do you oh yeah we could oh, that makes sense i'm gonna do it that way yeah no problem and then you will build them in that position of building that rapport and that team environment to allow them to make decisions because often they have a better pulse like rod my main va runs on my other va's he has a better pulse on what's happening than me so what he says i have to listen to because i'm like well you're working them day in day out so if you say this needs to happen then i who am i to question it unless i say well look Rod, if we made that decision This is the gap that's going to happen. Like, what are we going to do there? Okay, let's delay it or let's give them another chance or whatever that may be. So we have them discussions, but you have to let people make decisions. And that's not just ACE, that's everyone in your team. And sometimes you have to eat them, right? I let you make the decision and it wouldn't be the decision I made, but at the same time, I'd give you that and I wanted you to own it. And next time, you know, I'm out to say, well, look, tweet this or that, or look, learn from this moment. But for the most part, you can't really, They can't really do anything wrong, okay? But the interaction, the communication is absolutely key. And that is why most VAs will fail. And I want to say one other thing as well. A VA will make you busier. That is their job. A VA, as much as they take from your plate, can make you busier. What does that mean? Well, you don't want a cold call. So you haven't got a cold call, but they're going to go and cold call and generate leads for you that are going to come in for you to you to work. If you're not prepared to work them leads, now you've got someone generating leads and you're not working them because they're making you busier, all right? Because you've gone from not doing something for them doing it and owning it and delivering on it, which then means you're going to have more to do. The same with admin, if they're doing texting, they're generating leads or they're they're sending out contracts or they have questions on the contracts. By hiring them because you're moving the business forward and they're doing their job will actually make you more busy to start with, but also more tentative in terms of focus you actually wanting to, you needing to deliver in that area that they're producing that work for, but that's how you're going to get results. And that's the difference between doing deals and multiple deals or doing nothing. Okay. So remember, you should be utilizing VAs to make you busy in the right areas, making sure that you're focused on the high dollar and hour activities for you to be able to get results. Okay. So I could go on and on. I'm going to be doing more videos on virtual assistants, but again, it should be the first hire. I highly recommend make sure you have great communication. Make sure you set your expectations. They are not going to run the business for you. They are going to help you develop your business and take it to the next level by helping you focus on your high money generating activities. That is the goal. All right, guys. Hopefully this helped. If it did, again, please give me a like, subscribe, drop me a comment, share anything you can to help. Uh, if you want to leave me a review, if you've been watching me for a while, go to reviewgavin.com. You can click on a video review or a text review. I'd really appreciate that. Anything else, that, any other content that you want me to do, please reach out. Happy to you know, create videos on, uh, on anything that you need as well. Happy investing. Let's have a great week. We're still in, uh, we're still in January as I'm recording this. And uh, we, got, we got all the year ahead uh, to make it a successful one. So I wish you all the best. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys.